Welcome to the Adventures in Online Business podcast, a podcast of two guys thinking out loud while building and scaling their online businesses. Now, if you enjoy the podcast, we'd ask that you go to your favorite podcast app or player and rate, review, and subscribe. Now, without further ado, here are those two guys building and scaling their online businesses, Stephen Faust and Michael Tanner. Michael Tanner, my friend, how are you doing this week? Man, Stephen, I'm doing good. Hey, do you, do you recognize that we're hitting episode number 70 right here with our work, with our, uh, uh, what is this, a podcast? That's what it is. Yeah. Yes. Is that what this is? I thought it was uh, just it, two it, guys it, talking. It is. Well, I, you know, I was going to call it a workshop just because I know that's the topic of today, <laughs> but no, this is a podcast actually. Yeah, episode 70, it's, um, it's, it's quite a number. It's well over a year. We're really consistent. That's one of the things I've prided myself on, and I know you do as well. It's just the amount of consistency we've had over the last 70 episodes. So, look, yeah. man, this, it's just great. I enjoy our time together, and I enjoy nerding out on this online business stuff. And it just really, I think it's therapeutic for me as much as anything to help keep me focused and accountable in the things that both you and I are working on in our businesses. You know what? I feel the same way. I mean, I, I think it's pretty evident that we're pretty passionate about, uh, you know, building these businesses that we have. And and uh, and I'm with you. I mean, sometimes just getting on here and talking with you through some of the, I know we've talked about imposter syndrome before, and and that helps me to overcome imposter syndrome at times. We've talked about, you know, being perfectionist and how, well, if we just take action and and move forward. So, you know, I think it's like you, I think it's very, very therapeutic for me uh, and kind of keeps me motivated, keeps me energized, keeps me going. And I certainly hope that it provides value for the audience as well. Uh, you know, gets to learn from some of our mistakes and maybe gets motivated and energized by some of our passion for this as well. And I hope they can, uh, you know, the audience builds doing the same to build their business as well. Yeah. Just like we listen to other podcasts like Rick Mulready or Amy Porterfield or Graham Cochran or fill in your favorite podcast right. there, we pick up insights from them and they've been doing it a lot longer than us. And yep. our audience, if you want to see, and we said this, I don't know what episode this was at many, many episodes of these 70 ago that if you want to see a live train wreck, <laughs> right. If you want to see yes. a train wreck yes. and there's so many people out there, especially now in this COVID pandemic that are starting online businesses that are trying to find another way to right. do something, you know, that's valuable and it's going to give them freedom and all of the, all of the things that many people are searching for. It's, it's absolutely, our podcast is absolutely a place where they're going to see a couple of people that are maybe just a step or two ahead of them. And that, that's right. hard, hard for them to resonate with the folks that have been doing it a decade or more. It's easy to, you know, look at us and go, man, those jokers are not very far ahead of us. So that's uh, right. the Michael, I'll, I'll be passing Michael up. That's what they're saying out there. And Steven, I already passed him. <laughs> yeah, I can catch that guy. I can catch him. For, no, you, no, you're exactly right. You know, and obviously our hope is that everything we do here is educational for our audience. But uh, at a minimum, I'm sure that it's entertaining for our audience because everybody likes to see a train wreck. And, and sometimes our train wrecks are in slow motion. So they're That's really, right. really cool to, uh, to witness. So, uh, you know, I, I, um, I just, I love doing it. And I'm like you, I, I, it's therapeutic for me. Yeah. And I just hope it's serving our audience out there with some education as well. Here's the thing, though. 
if you crash a train enough times and you just keep crashing it and crashing it and crashing it, at some point, there's going to be some coins and some bags of money that are going to fall out of that train. And that's where we're getting to in yes. our businesses today. It's just so different than a year ago, both for you and for me in different ways that we're pursuing this online business, uh, these, these opportunities. But it, it's exciting to see that the pain, the su- I don't even know if it's suffering, but the, but the pain and the, mm-hmm. the, the rinse and repeat and figuring things out and changing shampoo, and I don't know what to do. And It's and paying off. It's starting yeah. to pay off. And one of the things we're going to talk about today, uh, it was talking about paying off and, and how you're moving your business forward, is how you're leveraging and putting together these online uh, workshops and, and some of the things you're doing and seeing and thinking about in that regard. Yeah, definitely. I want to definitely talk about that. And, and you know, we, you and I talk about this occasionally, but then we should probably say it while we have the record button on. If you go back to epi- the early episodes, maybe the first 10 or 20 episodes, you know, you and I were talking about how do we make a dollar, right? How do we just make a dollar? And now we, through the latter part of last year, we're talking about how do we make an annual plan for next year? And, and now we actually have revenue rolling in and you know, what do we do with that revenue and, and how do we make more of that? So yeah, our story has completely changed over, over the the last year and certainly these 70 episodes. And part of that story for me is, is online workshops. You know, I'm not going to harp on this. I know our audience is tired of hearing me talk about our 2021 planning, annual planning that we did last year, but that's where this all started. For me last year in October, when we did our planning, and I sat down and I thought, well, okay, in 2021, what can be some of my possible revenue streams? Workshops were really one of, it was kind of one of the primary uh, revenue streams that I had planned for this year. And my idea early on was that workshops would be, you know, in person, you know, I, I would travel on site, gather a senior leadership team or someone like that together and spend you know, two or three days with them and deliver this workshop in that manner. But with the, you know, the COVID pandemic and and so many people working remote and so forth, I had to pivot that just a little bit, but that's still a, very much a part of my, my annual plan this year in revenue is doing these workshops. And it's, uh, it's online, it's via Zoom. So I'm meeting virtually and, and so far all the audience, they're completely remote as well. Um, I guess theoretically they could meet together in a conference room if that was a part of their business structure at the time. But we're meeting virtually on Zoom seven weeks in a row. So I I basically took that two or three day workshop and broke it out into now it's seven different sessions. And at the moment, I've got two in the works. Uh, I'm doing a a team trust um, workshop and I'm doing a leadership workshop that starts in three weeks. So I'm, I'm excited to get that second one started as well. So I'm, I'm happy to answer any question you might have about how that's going, where that's going. But that's a big part of my revenue this this year is those live workshops. No, I, I, I love the way you're being intentional. You're like a hungry dog who grabs a bone and won't let go of it. That's, that's what you, you, you do that in the South too, right? I'm trying to, trying to put things we into do. your language. Yes. We right? have dogs down here. Okay. Yes. And, All right. and they like to gnaw on the bone. Yes. <laughs> but that's what I, I really have noticed is that 
you you came to this conclusion and you just didn't wake up one day and say, I'm going to do live workshops. It was a process right. of, you know, we've been doing this. You and I have been working together in some capacity for over a year and a half. And it just didn't happen overnight. It was an evolution of, you know, how do we, to your point, how do we make a dollar? How do mm-hmm. we get somebody to pay us something that's va- for value? And I'm not, I know for me, I wouldn't be where I'm at today in my business if it wasn't for this relationship, for the mastermind relationship, the encouragement, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. the support, the questions, the just being there. I would have I would have not been nearly where I'm at right now. But I love the way that you've come to this kind of this one thing. Now you do other things too, but right. when I think about focus and simplifying a business model. It's about what's that one main thing that you're doing. And for you right now, you're in this season of workshops, right? And you're yeah, yes. building, you're building credibility, you're building relationships. And each and every workshop that you do from this day forward is only going to uh, exponentially increase that and give you opportunities for more because of referrals and doing yes. a good job and, and all those things. So uh, I just want to acknowledge all of that with you. And one one of the things I think about, because you t- you mentioned that these are in Zoom right now because of the pandemic and everything. What mm-hmm. has been, so ideally speaking, your workshop, I know we, we talked many months ago when you were looking to do this. The thought was, at least pre-pandemic, was you were going to go and do in-person live mm-hmm. workshops. And now that right. you've pivoted and went to Zoom out of necessity, do you see yourself really going back full throttle to that direction of live in person? Or do you think that this Zoom experience and this virtual experience has maybe changed the way you think about delivering your content? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. And, and I think, I think a, a, a reality immediately is going to be that, you know, here for 2021, it's probably all going to be virtual. I, th- I think we're still somewhat stuck in this, you know, st- restricted travel and, and probably a, not, a, lot of, a lot of businesses are not com- entirely in the office right now. But the good news is I believe that I have, one, I have content, and two, I have the ability and the skill. I could do it either way, right? So if I need to continue online, I can certainly do that. If um, if someone offers and says, hey, yeah, we'd love to have you come in and do it all within two days, and then I'm certainly willing to do that as well. So I think the beauty of this is that I will I have the capability of delivering that either way. Uh, now, that being said, I, you know, I will say from some of the workshop recipients or, or attendees that I've received feedback from, they've already mentioned, man, it would have been really good if we could have done this together, right? If, if all as a group, we were together and doing these virtu- versus having to do them over Zoom and so forth. Uh, just because, I mean, just in, in the nature of one of these workshops, for instance, is building team trust. Well, it, you just do a, it, it's better. The team trust is felt even more when you're face-to-face, right? When you're in a room together versus looking at one another through a, a computer screen. So there is a downside to it being virtual. Um, but I, I believe the content gets delivered. The learning is still there. And so I think the benefit for me or the luxury for me is kind of no, either direction the business world turns in the in the near future, 
I can deliver these workshops virtually or in person, either one. Yeah. Do you see yourself post-pandemic after all this is over, though, kind of shelving the Zoom or shelving the virtual and really promoting the live? Or do you think that'll always be a part of your catalog? Well, I think it'll always be a part of the catalog, but I will say this. I think I would prefer the in-person. One, for the reason I just talked about, but also for the reason that when it's in-person, I can also be there when the teams are actually doing the work that, that I'm assigning to them, right? As you know, right now, what I have to do is I have to do a, a teaching via Zoom and then assign homework. And then the team does that homework on their own throughout the week. And then we meet again next week and we talk through it and so forth, where when it's in person, I can be there, right? And I can I can facilitate and I can I can witness and 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 know how the team is responding and how they're feeling about the the workshop and so forth. So I really do miss that in-person, um, you know, workshop experience for sure. Yeah. And with COVID, it, it a lot of companies and me included thought COVID, I literally thought when COVID hit us uh, in what was it, March, March or early April, whenever, whenever it hit, I mm-hmm. literally thought it was a one or two week inconvenience. I literally <laughs> did. Yeah. Uh, so many, I did too. I mean, I, I did not, yeah, I never envisioned now here almost a year later, we'd still yeah. be talking about travel restrictions and people not in the office and so forth. So I literally thought it would be a one or two week inconvenience and because no one has ever seen anything like this in their lives. And, and a lot of companies, I think, because of being caught a, a little bit flat footed on this, just realized that, okay, we're just not going to do any, any team building, any training, any workshops, because this is going to end any day. This is going to end tomorrow. No, it'll be next week. It'll be fine. And because of that, they got out of their planning cycles. They got out of their norm and they couldn't respond to it the way that if they knew what they, uh, if they knew today, what was really going on back then, they would have been able to, to respond differently. But because of that, you figured out a way, and this is, I think, a big way that you've moved your business forward is that you could have been flat footed and said, well, I I guess I'm just not going to do any workshops until COVID's over. I think a lot of people have come to that conclusion and and have thought that way and have really, really impacted their businesses. Whereas you said, okay, hmm, I can't do live. I love doing live uh, because I want to be part of the team. I want to I want to be, I want to see, look into their eyes and, and see the impact and, and be able to help and coach and teach. And now we can't, but you said, you know what, I got to figure out a way to do this. And everybody knows what Zoom is. At least we do. Not everybody knew <laughs> before sure. COVID. It's amazing yep. who knows it now compared to who, yes. who knew about it then, but we knew about Zoom and, and just the thought process of, of pivoting towards a workshop that is under a totally different learning model, but Mm -hmm. yet can still be, I think, and I've been through one of your workshops, is at least 80% effective as compared to a live one. It's, it can absolutely be impactful and resonate with those folks. So having doubled down and said, you know what, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to figure out a way to connect with people, to figure out a way to make sure they understand the value they're going to get virtually from me. And uh, not only doing that once, but now doing it a second time that you're doing right now in the middle of and getting ready to start a third one here in the next week or so, 
uh, it just tells me that you figured out this way to pivot and not let circumstances just beat you down and still figure out a way to add value to the people that really need it out there. Yeah, you know, and that, and that whole process, you know, it, it kind of came to me in stages, if you will. I mean, the the idea of on-site two, three-day workshops, the idea that those weren't going to be uh, capable, I wasn't going to be able to do that last year and this year, that was a pretty quick decision. You know, hey, people aren't, they're not meeting in their own buildings now. They're not going to bring, a, you know, somebody else in to, to, uh, to meet in their building either. So I knew pretty quickly, all right, live workshops can't do that. So, you know, the next obvious choice is, well, how do I do this online? And so I, I then had to say, well, how do I take the content and how do I modify it a little bit? And, and the delivery of that content, how do I make sure that I can deliver it appropriately via Zoom and, and knowing that people are remote and they can't just, so, you know, any kind of exercise where you had people face to face and I had to just kind of rethink all of those and so forth. But I'll tell you then where I got to and where, honestly, I, I kind of got hung up. I remember a couple of weeks ago, uh, we were talking about you in, in your webinar and you said something in, in that episode about uh, you were nervous if you could deliver the value that your audience came to that webinar for. Well, I felt the exact same way about this idea of moving this thing to an online workshop. I knew in person I could deliver the value, but could I still deliver value to the audience when we were meeting remotely? And, you know, that's a fear that I had to overcome. Um, and that's, uh, you know, just through planning and, and thinking of well different ways to deliver the content, different, you know, homework assignments to assign. I had to work myself through that. Uh, and then obviously, like you in your webinar, super nervous, butterflies, nerves going everywhere as you get on a Zoom call. And then, you know, you click end at the end of that Zoom call and you think, oh, man, did they get the value that I hope they got? Or are they going to be able to, you know, you know, get value from this as they go and do their homework? And, and so, yeah, there's a lot of uncertainty and, and a lot of nerves associated with that. But much like you in the webinar, you just got to go. You got to go after it, deliver the value as much as possible uh, and, uh, it, you know, see where it goes. And, and you know, I've been able to kind of readjust. Every time I do it now, I can readjust and I can make it better and make it better. Uh, so if we stay online, I'll get, I'll just get better at it and continue to deliver the, the, uh, the value that, uh, you know, the audience is looking for. Yeah, there's no doubt you're going to get better at it. Uh, it's like anything. It's, it's with repetition and practice. You just get better. And one thing I know for sure is the reason that you're able to deliver the value, it's not you just don't show up and all of a sudden value is there. What I have seen firsthand is the way that you prepare and the way you partner with your clients, right? So you've, right, right. you uh, find the relationships that you can connect with that create the workshop and then you work with the client in advance to say, okay, tell me a little bit about your team. Tell me, you know, some of the struggles. Let's talk about this workshop flow. Let's talk about some of the things we're going to do. And, and you ask questions and you get feedback. So you're not showing up on the first day of, of uh, seven different, seven different um, uh, sessions and going, 
uh, okay, I just have some content on a slide here. I'm just going to walk through right. it, everybody, you know, mute, look at your phones, do whatever. No, no, no. You've done the, pr- the preparation and just like a football coach who's had to design the plays, design the, the scheme of the plays and how you're going to walk through that organization, those struggles with that client. And that to me has been instrumental in your success. And I've seen that firsthand. And then to your question about, you know, nervous and butterflies, certainly we've all, all been there. I've had plenty of those uh, webinar and otherwise, but the thing that I'm seeing for you specifically is that now that you've been through a cycle, a full cycle of a workshop and you're in the middle of another one, you've already begun to receive meaningful feedback from people Mm -hmm. that have validated either through a testimonial or through an email or through just a phone call to say, Hey, I got a lot of value out of that. And, uh, I'm going to go tell somebody because I got a lot of value out of that. And, and those people begin to consider if a workshop is right for them. And I see this being a huge, huge growth opportunity for you and your business, because like the old double mint commercial, like I mentioned before, you know, they'll tell two friends and so on and so on and so on. And then it'll be so it'll scale so exponentially that you're not going to to be able to keep your schedule straight. And you're going to have to, at some point, retire from your day job. I don't know when that's coming, but it's coming, my friend. Well, well, there's going to have to be several more workshops before that's the case. But, but, you know, it's so true in that, you know, you do this and then you get some, uh, some level of feedback and, and you get someone that says, yeah, I really got some, you know, this was really important to me, or I got a good, you know, a lot of value here, or, or they, they share with you some kind of aha moment or revelation that they experienced. And, and you know, and, and, and if you do a good job and you're asking for, for critical feedback too, tell me what I can do better and then you can make adjustments. But that is super satisfying to know that, you know, you were able to deliver the value that you were hoping to serve with and, and you you recognize that people get that value and it just kind of lifts some of that burden and some of that stress off of you. And then you can kind of go into the next one with some of that stress and burden lifted and you can, you know, you can focus on other aspects of delivering the workshop or or other aspects of the of the content. And, and again, just, yeah, you just make it better and better, uh, you know, over time. So, I'm excited to to implement some of the changes that, that from feedback that I've received and and then get even more feedback and you know and like you say it it uh, I think one time you and I were talking about it and it uh, we talked we used the snowball analogy and it just yeah it just starts to snowball and get bigger and bigger and certainly that is my hope is that uh, individuals in these workshops that I've already had and am, am having now they find enough value and have enough of those revelations that they uh, uh, you know, feel compelled to then share that with others such that I get those referrals into other workshops as well. Cause I want to, I want to build team trust and I want to build leadership in these small teams and, and see people win. That's what I'm passionate about. And that's why I, I want to spend seven weeks in workshops with these teams. But also I wanted to address, you know, you mentioned those early questions and working with and partnering with, with the, you know, the, the individual that might reach out to me you know, I view that as almost a recruiting or, or almost an interview vetting process because I want to make sure that they that they have the team or they have 
you know, maybe teamwork issues that I feel like I can solve for them, right? Because the worst thing I, I feel like I want to do is get into a, a workshop engagement with them, ask them for money, and then get them into a workshop where I'm spending seven or so weeks with them. And then to realize, I really can't help you. You know, this content or me, I, I can't really help you. And so you're right. I, I try to spend a lot of time up front making sure that this is a win-win for everyone so that I don't find myself in a situation where I, you know, three, four weeks into a workshop and I realize, man, I can't help these guys. I definitely don't want to be in that position. Yeah, it's it's absolutely just exciting for me to watch you on this journey. A couple of things I'll say before I button it up is doing these virtual workshops that you're doing, what you you talked about building, what you're building. One of the things you were, you're building for sure is this library of workshops, right? Mm-hmm. You are you are de- designing, creating, testing, delivering workshops on different topics and and Coming out of this, you know, over the next several months or year, you're going to have, I don't know, half a dozen workshops on different topics that you can parachute into organizations where they are struggling most and be able to offer Mm -hmm. them a solution that fits with what they are most needing and looking for. That's exciting to me. And then having this library of proven experience in live workshops, now you have good content. You can pivot and create these online courses with, you can offer free content with, you can build your email list with different modules and different bits and pieces. So this just is a another way that you can continue to grow your online business in different ways and different uh, avenues. So that's one of the things that is exciting for me to see and, and, and take a lot from and figure out how to, how to uh, pivot myself in some of those areas. And the, the second thing I'll, I'll ask you is, so you've done one in full, you're in the middle of another, you're starting another. What's kind of the immediate future or roadmap that you have for online workshops and, and kind of laying these out? What what do you see just in your immediate future? Yeah, so first of all, I'll, I'll say this. I mean, you, you make a really good point that down the road, some of this will just turn into online courses. And and to some degree, I'll be in in that business where I have passive income, right? That's the promised land. That's kind of where you are with some of your stuff. I know you're still working hard, but while you sleep, you've got people giving you money. Um, well, I'm pretty sure in these workshops, nobody's going to give me money if I don't show up, right? I, I'm, I'm changing, I'm exchanging dollars for time, right? So yeah, I want to get to that point where I have some passive income with courses, but I just realized I've got to get this done you know, in a live manner first, get some repetition under that and, you know, modify some content and all so that I can then make a phenomenal course down the road, right? But I, I you know, my vision of these workshops is this, you, you've heard me talk about the four enemies of teamwork. Well, I plan to build a workshop around all four of those enemies. Uh, so I'll, I'll have that. And so that'll be kind of a complete set of, of team building workshops, if you will. Uh, and then I probably will have uh, upwards of say three leadership workshops. It'll focus on uh, either different sizes in leaderships in terms of different, the, the leadership dynamics related to how big your team is, or it'll be associated with leadership experience, right? You're, you're a brand new leader or you've been at it for a little while or you're a seasoned leader. So I'll probably have about three or so workshops associated with leadership in addition to the four 
team building workshops. Yeah, it's it's a great plan to me. And the great thing is, is if you decide to do it differently, you could just do it differently. But you're going to have right. options. What you're doing now is is laying the foundation to have options for the future in different ways and and passive income and and it's just what you're doing is really establishing this foundation that you can yes. like set roots in, right? You're not building the house on the sand. You're building it on on solid ground that the more you do, the more you're going to have at your disposal to use in different ways to market and different ways to serve. Not to mention your, your, you do your Rookie Leaders podcast. And that's, that's the name of your first book, man, Rookie Leaders, yes, right? Yes, I agree. That's it. I agree. Yes. Rookie Leaders. Yes. So I'm just really, really happy for you seeing the journey you're on. I, I'm, the, I'm a lucky guy. I get to sit here, for those of you who are listening, I get to sit here at, at a front row seat to watch this. So when you're, when you're the new Tony Robbins— Oh, right, you. you're not going to have time to to do a seven week seminar or a seven week workshop. You're not going to have time for that because uh, you're big time. I'm going to have to, you know, just I don't know, get go through like three assistants to get to you to even have a <laughs> right, phone call. Right, right. But but right. that's just exciting. And then the thing that really stands out for me is exciting is the possibility, the possibility yeah. that where you, where you were a year ago and where I was a year ago, where we're at now, and then what we'll be doing a year or two years or five years from now. So you can get to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina and, uh, and start to live that, that side of um, your life and dream. This is just really exciting mm -hmm. to me. So good stuff. Uh, I think, I think the audience will have got some great value out of seeing how you've been walking through this. I know I have as well. You want to button us up? Yeah, I'll do that. So, you know, I, I think I, my call to action for you is is really just kind of in building your business, focus in on one of those revenue streams. Maybe you've got multiple, but but focus in on one of those revenue streams and then really just put the effort into making that as good as you possibly can through repetition. And, and you know, maybe you're like me and, and one day you want to be that business that has a, a whole slew of of courses that you can earn money passively. Well, don't go out there and just, record a bunch of courses and put them out there as if people will come or in hopes that it will deliver the value that you're wanting to deliver. First, do it live. Do it with people first, like I'm doing with the workshops, and then build upon that to get to that passive income day. Uh, but, you know, like you were saying earlier, Stephen, I'm focused on workshops right now. And that's the revenue stream I'm going to focus on at least the first half of this year. And so I would say in your business, focus on one and put all your attention into that such that you can grow that revenue stream before you try to, you know, roll into all of those other things. And for me, it's workshops, maybe something similar for you. I would encourage you just to focus on that. And for our show notes, head over to adventuresinonlinebusiness.com. As we said earlier in the episode, this is episode number 70. So you'll find the show notes there. You'll also find links to everything that Stephen and I are doing in our business as well. Until we speak to you again, Get out there and grow your business. Get after it. <laughs>